everybody, and nice to see everyone out there. And welcome to another episode of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark with a C. This is show number 115. Hey, I always wait for that. How is everybody this week? How are we doing? Good. Good. Hey, Mark. Great, Mark. How are you? How are you, Let me tell Fred, excuse me. Let me Get ahead there. That this happened in 1900. It not never happened before. Right. It's 122 years ago. All right, I stand corrected. Very ah. good, very good. Uh, good to see everyone out there. We got a beautiful hot day in NYC, and I heard it's hot down in the south. It's probably mm. hot in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, 90 plus. Certainly is. Virginia, how we doing there? Very hot. Very hot. Oh. How about on the West Coast? Coast. Perfect weather. High of about 80 degrees, oh. low in the 50s. Beautiful weather. You have nice weather during the day. Isn't it chilly at night? On me? Yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we open the windows and then sometimes during the night I get cold and close the windows. Yeah. But it's That's fresh, awesome. it's fresh air, it's not humid. Although over this weekend, we're supposed to hit 90, but that's inland. Wow. San Francisco always stays You have cool. to expect that during the summertime. That's why I love summertime. I hate the winter. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. But this this funny story that happened to me the other day. I'm in Wendy's. Tells you what kind of food I eat. Yeah. I'm yeah. in Wendy's. I'm online. Let's see. I wrote this down. The man in front of me started uh, in front of me, started uh, talking to me about baseball. I guess I'm wearing the Mets cap. Yeah. I Mets cap. He starts talking about baseball. And, and the man, let's see, the man in front of me was wearing, a, oh, he was wearing, the man behind was wearing a Yankee cap. And I'm wearing the Mets cap. And the man in front of me was pretty long line, was wearing a Dr. Pepper cap, <laughs> which he said he got from a garage sale. <laughs> he said he bought a few of them. All right. The Yankee fan said the Mets will win the championship, but not this year. He said in a few years, noting you know, Stevie Cohen's money, we'll buy them a championship. I just sat there and stood there and listened. The Dr. Pepper fan said the Yankees must win this year. If not, it's a lost season. I don't know <laughs> if you guys agree about that, but they're having a super season. And if they don't win the whole thing, I don't think it's a disgrace, but it is what it is. Because, you know, in a short series, anything can happen. Then the Yankee fan <laughs> brought up the fact, money buys the championships, he says. <laughs> when was, he said, this is the funny part I was going to tell you about, because we talked about this out a thousand times. When was the last time the Pittsburgh Pirates won a championship? <laughs> and I said you know, he he was talking about 1960, but I think they won in 1979. Yeah, yeah, But then he says that guy, that guy Mazeroski, who hit a home run, <laughs> he's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> we talked about that over and over and over again on this show. Should have told him the link to the show. Yeah, I think that. Yeah. All right, before we uh, dig deep into sports, Larry. Larry S. would like the mic to introduce his friend. So why don't you do that? Yes, I met, I met Bernie at the JCC of Northern Virginia about five years ago. 
Besides playing a mean hand of pinochle, Bernie follows all the major sports, especially baseball. All right. Where is he? Bernie, you there? He's having trouble with this computer. All right, we got to go over his house there. We see those are the initials you see, guys, the B-H-P-R-I. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bernie, if you can hear us, welcome to the show. And if you get allowed to speak, speak your mind. We, we take your any opinions you have. Now, Milton, you wanted to do something too, a little fun thing yes, before sir. we dig deep into sports. What do you want to do? I was going to, once a week, if I can, play one record from my collection, which has some very good facts attached to it. And when you're ready, if you wanted me to do it, I will give you a quick story first Go. and then play it. And you got to tell me who sang it. You all know that Ricky Nelson was tremendous singer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Was. In he was supposed to perform in Dallas, December 31st of 1985 for a concert in Dallas. On the way, right before he left, a friend opened a nightclub in Alabama, Gunsville, Alabama, and asked Ricky Nelson to please stop by on his way to New Year's oh. Eve. He did, performed at the nightclub, and as you know, on the way to Dallas from that nightclub, the plane crashed. Yeah. Now, the, the interesting part is, the owner of that nightclub, four years later, had a tremendous song. I'm going to play you the song, and you have to tell me who sang it. One of my favorite songs. Here we go. I want to know who sang it. This is where he performed. One second. Here we go. What happens? Later, though, the, 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 the um, guy, this was the viral guy. staircase. Yep, ninth, hey, uh, four years later. Wrote one of the great songs. I have, a tr I have thousands and thousands of forty fives. But um, if you wanted once a week, I could play a rare one for you and see. Sure. If you, that's it. But what I, I don't, I, I missed the part. How does that relate to to Ricky Nelson? Because Ricky Nelson would not have been in that plane crash. In other words, on the way to Dallas. His friend Pat Upton, who owned a nightclub in Gunsville, Alabama, asked Ricky Nelson to please stop by at the nightclub and perform. And the, he packed the place, you know, for his friend. And then he left for Dallas and crashed the plane. But the owner of that nightclub was Pat Upton, who had this hit. With the spiral staircase. Oh, right. oh Pat Upton is part of the spiral staircase. Yeah, he, he was the one that had this big hit. Oh, he was in that group. 
He was and, one of their singers, but he oh, opened. Oh, he had opened I don't know the names of the individuals. That's a one-hit wonder. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a big yeah. hit. That's summer. So of it's just interesting, but I, yeah, you know, I, I have a lot of interesting stuff on music. Right. If you want it, you pick one a week. We'll 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 put yep. you in. But you gotta you gotta cue it up a little faster. Practice okay. your queuing up. You know, people are paying money for to hear these things, and we had to wait like forty-five seconds. <laughs> All right, I want to go right to the sports. That's why we're here. And why don't we go to Gerald's numbers report, sponsored this week? By the way, uh, Milton, I may give you a sponsor if it turns out to be a good bit. Are <laughs> right. well, you lucky? Uh, Gerald, your numbers report is sponsored this week by Digital Clocks. So, what do you have? <laughs> <laughs> the the year under review the, uh, is 1961 mm-hmm. regarding MLB baseball, and uh, I'm going to start with the key awards and statistics by league. MVP: the great Frank Robinson and Roger Maris. Cy Young Award winner Whitey Ford. Batting averages: Roberto Clemente 351. Norm, I used the cork bat cash 361. <laughs> Home runs, Orlando Cepeda 46. Roger Maris, we know, had 61. Slugging average, Frank Robinson 611. Mickey Mantle 687. Ooh. Complete games, Warren Spawn 21. Frank Larry 22. Strikeout, Sandy Koufax 269. Camilo Pasquale, 221. Winning percentages, uh, Johnny Padres, 783. Whitey Ford, 862. The Yankees defeated the Reds in the World Series four games to one. World Series shares. The winning team got $7,389. The losers got $5,356. And they named it. No. Uh, MVP was Whitey Ford. He was 2-0. He pitched 14 scoreless innings. Mantle and Maris, we know, pursued Babe Ruth's record of 60 home runs in the season. Maris wound up with 61 and Mantle with 54 in the first 162-game season. The National League's uh, newest addition was Chris in the Mets. On September 15th, Sandy Koufax recorded his 243rd strikeout in National League record. Uh, for left-handed pitchers, besting New York Giants Rube Marquard's record dating back to 1911. The San Francisco Giants paid Willie Mays $85,000, the highest in the history and highest in 1961. Baltimore slugger Jim Gentile tied Ernie Banks for a record five grand slams in a season. Yankees broke the all-time record with 223 home runs. And most interesting, and finally, in response to the rash of home runs, a study was done to determine if the 1961 ball was livelier than those of past seasons. Conclusion, the ball was slightly larger and several ounces lighter than the one used by Babe Ruth in the 1920s. And that is my report for 1961. 1961. Huh? I, we remember that year, right? It was a great yep. year. Yeah, yeah. Very well. And the Yankees are playing Cincinnati today. Right. How about that? Yes, they are. Oh, right. And I hope they better win the series, otherwise, people are going to start talking. Mm, yesterday. <laughs> well, thank you, uh, Gerald, for that report. 
I only had um, <clears throat> two beep beeps to uh, bring up. Um, Alex Call, C A L L. That's a I've never seen that name before. Of M E U C A L L for a last name. Call. Well, he's an outfielder for Cleveland Guardians. Yes, he is. And the Royals have a first baseman. I'm not making fun of people's. Yes, I am making fun of people's names. <laughs> but Vinny Pasquantino. I guess he's Italian, huh? Royals first baseman. Pasquantino. Quantino, not Quantino. I thought that was an unusual name. I don't know. Maybe I'm making fun of <laughs> Apologize, people out there. Apologize. All right, today in sports. Today is July 14th. That's a lot still of stuff day. happened this week and the other days, but I'm just going to go by today. There's a couple of things I, that may highlight, might be interesting. Back in 1916, St. Louis Browns pitcher named, and this could be a beep beep, Ernie K O O B. Coop? Coop. Coop? Never heard that name before. He goes all 17 innings, gives up 14 hits, but they play a 0-0 tie against the Red Sox in Fenway Park. Okay? That was cool. Uh, in 1934, this one I never heard about, but maybe you guys in your past history, I know you weren't around, in 34, I believe, uh, New York Times erroneously declares Babe Ruth's record of 700 home runs will stand for all time. Huh. Any recall that headline? Uh, hearing about that? Nobody. Dewey wins. Yeah. <laughs> right. Stand for all time. You know, 1934, New York Times made an error. Error. 1946, I thought this is a good, pretty good. Lou Boudreau has four doubles and a home run in one game. Imagine, that's a, that's a career for some people, right? <laughs> but the uh, the Red Sox win the game 11-10 on, on Ted Williams hitting three home runs. The great Ted Williams. Eight, three home runs and eight RBIs. He's one of your guys, Gerald, right? <laughs> right? Absolutely. Absolutely. What a great player. 1951. I think most of us were most of us were around in 51. I was only one. But the first color telecast of a sporting event really? was not baseball. It was a horse race by CBS huh. of all sports. The first color telecast. One. I have a TV yet. I was about to get a TV the next year. Yeah, you go. You missed it. You missed it. You, got, you probably got a black and white. Who won? Who won the race? Um, pick a name. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe won. Mark Gold. Mark Gold. Nineteen sixty-seven. We're getting up there, pretty close. This is cute. In sixty-seven and sixty-eight, they're both related, and they're both related to Howie. Where's Howie? Lost them. We lost them. Where's Howie? No effect. 67. Eddie Matthews of the Braves hits his 500th home run off of Juan Marichal. Giants. Yeah. 1968. Hank Aaron hits his 500th home run off, Juan off the Giants. 
Mike McCormick. I thought that was very uh, interesting. Here's a good one. In 1972, brothers, 1972 brothers, one's an umpire, one's a catcher. Which umpire, which catcher? Quick, who is it? Uh, Haller, Bill, Bill Haller and... Uh... Bill Haller was Howell? the um, Tom Haller was Tom playing Howell. at that time. Tom the Tigers, not the Giants. But Haller, uh, uh, Bill was calling the game over his brother's shoulder. Probably, probably happened years later with uh, Randy Wolf and Jim Wolf. I think so too. And '87, the Rookie of the Year award was renamed to honor Jackie Robinson. And that's uh, what's today's day? Uh, today is July 14th. Thank you for that. I think we're... What's the matter, Joe? Well, well, Alexa's talked to me. We have something else, Alexa? She just talked to me. <laughs> what do you got there, Joe? Yeah, Gerald. I just, wanted, I just wanted to mention about the great Eddie Matthews. I believe he holds the record for the most home runs hit in the first four years of a player's career. He had 153 home runs in the first four years of his career, which was unbelievable. Wow. Okay. And he had one T, M-A-T-H-E-W, not T-T. Right. Okay, mm-hmm. Michael, we're up to your weekly rant from Boulder, Colorado, that whole long line extended. And you are sponsored today by, look behind you, Windows. <laughs> windows. Okay. Window, windows. Not a, vin- right. not a window, a window. That could be all right. Good. That could be two different. Anyway, uh, before I begin, I just wanted to make a mention. I think I mentioned this before. I'm reading this book called The Sequel Season. Very, very interesting book. Come a little closer and, to your mic. You're a little far away. Right. It's from 1978. And of course, we all know who won. And it's called The Sequel Season because both in 1978 and 1977, the same two teams played in the World Series. But in 1978, it's like almost a forgotten season. And then when you read the book, you see all of the interesting things that happened in 1978. Pete Rose was going for uh, uh, the all-time hitting record. Uh, all kinds of, like the Dodgers, the Pirates, the Giants, the Orioles, the Cubbies were all still good. The Royals and the Dodgers were all very good. Of course, the Royals ended up in first place in the West. A lot of uh, adversity that type of that, that season. And there were a lot of interesting special events. And who pitched a no-hitter that year? What iconic Hall all, all of Famer pitched a no-hitter that year? Anybody know? It was Tom Seaver. That was the year he pitched a no-hitter for the Reds. But anyway, uh, I just want to make a mention. I recommend that book. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say was uh, I wanted to continue from last year. Uh, last last week, the uh, out-of-town trips I made watching a baseball game. And one was interesting. In 1973, we went to San Diego to watch a Padres versus Mets game. And I befriended the fans around me. And I was telling them about the at then Padres second baseman. His name was uh, Horace Clark. And I told him how they disliked Horace Clark immensely in New York, especially mm-hmm. the Yankees. And sure enough, as the game ended, Horace Clark made the game losing error for the Padres and the uh, Mets, of course, won. And I told everybody, see, I sold them. I told you so. I told you so. So uh, that was my experience in that out of town stadium. We've been to Seattle, and if you've ever been to the stadium in, the, in those days when I was yeah. there, it's called Safeco Field. It's very, very. It's fascinating the uh, construction of when that uh, roof comes up and goes down. It, it's really a, a sight to behold. What an, an incredible place! And then I've seen the uh, in those days it was called Sky Dome in Toronto, but uh, 
That's also very interesting if you want to go to uh, Baltimore for folks like us. You get on the turnpike and you stop off at the Starbucks or one of the truck stops and you have all the fans that are going. If you ever go to a, uh, a Doriel game in Camden Yards, most of the fans are Yankee fans. You'd be surprised. And uh, if you're very religious, there's a spot, I think it's by a Hebrew national place where you can actually daven mincha and more of if you're interested in that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. So that's an interesting out-of-town spot. And uh, there are others also. But I just wanted to say that if you're a fan, you get in your car, you get on a plane, and you go to some of these other stadiums. Like I said last week, uh, Cleveland is really very interesting. The fans are very, very nice. And uh, if you ever want a chance, if you have a chance, take a look at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Stadium looks a lot like uh, Howie Stadium in San Francisco. And uh, the, the outfield and the uh, right field, you hit the ball into the water. Beautiful, beautiful things. So uh, my report basically were all the trips of the stadiums that I've gone to uh, through the years. I planned uh, an article uh, to read an article about the Yankees, of course, about what is making them so good lately. But uh, I'm not home and I don't have my notes. So uh, I'll end my report today with just what I just said. And I thank you for the opportunity. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, sir. And uh, who's ready for a road trip? Mm. <laughs> go, go. Before yeah. you old, go. Yeah, we should uh, go around the board one day and see yeah. if you, if any of you have been to other ballparks. Yeah. Um, I'm sure we have. A lot of us have one way or another somewhere. But thank you. Howie lost power. That's why he's not on. He just texted me. So he's trying to get back on. So we'll go on to stories by Larry from Fairfax, Virginia. And Larry, you're sponsored this week by Dog Collars. <laughs> yes, they do. So tell us what your story is about this week. Thank you. My story this week is entitled Animal Rights Activists Now After U.S. Rodeos. Animal rights activists have been focusing on rodeos just as they did on the circus. It is well known that the Ringling Brothers Circus primarily closed down in 2017 because animal activists sued them for misleading its most popular attraction, the elephants. Yeah. This was in violation of the 1970 Federal Animal Welfare Act. In an attempt to survive, Ringling Brothers eliminated elephants from its show in 2015. But without elephants in its show, attendance dwindled and forced Ringling Brothers to no longer raise its big tent. Bull riding in the rodeo is equivalent to elephants in the circus. Will animal activists be able to shut down rodeos for mistreating the bulls? There are four main reasons why animal act rights activists are not very likely to shut down rodeos. First, strict guidelines and regulations and help ensure the well-being of the bulls. Some say that the bulls are treated with as much respect as the human athletes who ride them. Second, <laughs> the Federal Animal Welfare Act exempts radios from the protection it provides to animals. One of the reasons for this exemption is the strong culture of rodeos in the Old West in America. And rodeo lobbying goes on in the capital to keep it that way. Third, 
Professional Rodeo Cowboy Association sanctions over 650 rodeos annually. The PRCA is relied upon by many states to ensure that these rodeos follow its standards for competition and animal welfare. Fourth, the professional rodeo is seventh in overall attendance for major sporting events ahead of golf and tennis wow. with about 30 million fans. For 2022, the prestigious nine-day Las Vegas Wrangler National Finals Rodeo alone is slated to pay out $14 million in prize money. A side note, there is a rodeo in your area. For example, Green Valley Farm Rodeo in Wantage, New Jersey is in the New York metro area. Oakland Heights Rodeo in Charlotte's Virginia and Santa Maria Elts Rodeo in Central Coast, California. That completes my story for this week. That's good. Don't you remember as a kid? There's something in Madison Square Garden also. Right, right, right. As I'm saying, as a kid, your parents probably took you to the circus and they took you to the rodeo. Yeah, they? I went to a rodeo. Yeah. I went to a rodeo in, um, to, in the garden as a kid. Maryland years ago, but it's not no longer in the exact uh, uh, D.C. area. Now it's only in Charlottesville. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Michael. Yeah. Not too far from where I live, too, far, too, uh, two miles from north in Cheyenne, Wyoming. It's called the granddaddy of them all. And that's the, the Cheyenne Rodeo. And that's very right. spectacular. And what you do is uh, you go to a store and you buy yourself a hat because over there, the cowboy hat is like uh, $30, $30 uh, or something like that. You better, you better get a cheap, cheap hat. For a hat. And you go there and you look like a cowboy. And that rodeo is spectacular. Really, really good. I recommend it. It's a nine-day event too, isn't it? Nine yeah, nine-day event, and they have all this, all the country stars. They'll have Garth Brooks, they'll have uh, uh, Luke Bryan. They'll all be there, and it's a spectacular event. And that, and I guess uh, the one in Calgary, believe it or not, in, in uh, Canada, are, are two of the biggest rodeos around. So now the that, animal activists, uh, rights activists who protest rodeos. What do you think about bullfighting? Isn't bullfighting when you got to kill the bull? Not always. Oh, man. Also, no, I don't know the rules. Oh, a lot of anim animal activists also against horse racing. Oh, uh, against the, the horses in the Central Park as well. Mm -hmm. Right. They just had a running of the bulls in uh, Mexico, right? In, in uh, Spain. 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 Yeah. 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 But, but bullfighting, guys, is, is uh, the, the bull is not killed in most of the countries. In Spain, they still kill the bull, but in Portugal, for example, they don't. Colombia, they don't. Mexico, I'm not sure. What do you mean they don't? How do you know they're not going to kill it? What, they, they, don't, they don't go, they don't, they don't, don't they stab it? It's, a, it's just a bullfight uh, in which they don't torture the bull. But what, what do they do? Do they stab it? No, no. Basically, they. I, I, I think it's kind of like um, uh, calm him down and basically control him. That he, <laughs> the, the, the bull is just going to stand there and do nothing anymore. You mean like uh, wrestle him? No, it's almost no. like a, it's almost no, like they just use the cape. They know it's the cape yeah. without without the other uh, horse riders give them a, a sword right. here and there. Right. right. All right. Sounds a little boring to me. 
That's because you don't go to it. You know? uh, there's a kid, and I had no idea what was going on. You have to be on there for six seconds. And after, you remember the bullfighting? The, the, uh, the rodeo? Bull riding. There was a right, movie right, years, right. years ago about yeah, that called right. Eight Seconds or Less. Eight seconds. Eight yeah, that's pretty hard if you can that's stay, really, stay more than that. All right. They go up, they come down. They go up, they come down. One guy, okay, except for eight seconds. It's a little boring to me. Huh? All right. How about <laughs> well, come back into the picture? Thank you for your report there, uh, Larry. Good story, as usual. And, and Howie has got power. The power's back on? Yeah, we just had like a power surge for a second, and then the internet went down. It took a while for it to come back. Sorry about that. Well, okay, we can come back to your West Coast report. And this week, you're sponsored by, you know, it was ironic that, that Milton had the records. Records. Yeah. <laughs> you're sponsored records. Well, uh, there was this really weird thing that the, the Giants picked up. They picked up this guy from the Cardinals, who throws both righty and lefty. I, I don't think I've ever heard of someone who's able to do that. Yeah, he's been optioned yeah. to Triple A. His name is Angel Rondon. Uh, but yeah, he averages 93 miles an hour uh, as a right-hander and uh, low... Uh, slider low 80s is a left hand it's probably a natural right hand though anyway uh no news about jimmy garoppolo although the latest yeah. is that seattle might be interested because uh i guess they don't want to go with drew lock or geno smith but they're waiting for uh, the niners will have to cut him or do something it's a waiting game but something will happen before then do the Niners want to trade and move in the same division? That's the thing. You yeah, also yeah. Don't, you don't want that. Uh, I don't know. He's not I a superstar. A great fit for him. No, but he's a winning quarterback. They went up there in the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll see. I mean, who knows? And uh, with the it's like, and with the Giants, you know, I can tell you, oh, they're after this guy, or that guy. But if in the next couple of weeks they go on a losing streak. They may be in a cell mode, you know. So, how many games do they have against the Dodgers left? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I heard that Carlos Rondon may be up for sale for trade if 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 they don't uh, turn things around. Right. Right. I mean, he didn't make, only, only, they thought he'd make the All Star team. He didn't make the All Star team. They're only a game and a half out of the wild card. He did make the All Star team. I he, thought he, he didn't make the All Star team. He replaced Josh Hedda. Okay, I didn't hear that. Okay. Or okay. Uh, paternity or something. Okay. Uh, what were we saying, Fred? They're only going to pay. They're only a game and a half out of out of the wild card. Yeah, I mean, my best guess is what what's happening with them is you got these young guys who are third baseman Basla, Zairo uh, Estrada is turned into a, an everyday yeah. player. Uh, and with power and speed. So they're going to be kind of changing the uh, going from Bell, Crawford, to younger players. But I have a feeling they're going to go for a hit somewhere along the line, you know, before uh, the uh, trade deadline. The other thing I have about the All-Star game, 
Uh, this is kind of a trivia question. Jock Peterson made the All-Star, was elected to the All-Star team uh, as a giant outfielder. Now, in 2015, Jock Peterson made the All-Star team as a Dodger outfielder. Can you name the five other players who made All-Star team as Giants and Dodgers? I'll give you a few hints. Uh, two of them played in the 30s and 40s. One played in the 40s and 50s. One played in mainly in the 60s. And the other one played in the 90s and 2000s. Hmm. Sal Magley? Magley, Howie? Sal Magley. No. No? No, I, no, I know. Leo DeRosha? No. No? Yeah, close. Eddie Stanky. Eddie Stanky, right. 1950, she made it for the Giants, and 47, made it for the Dodgers. But who in the 60s? Yeah. Hmm. What position? Uh, if I give you the position, you'll know. What tell us? Catcher. Roseboro? Roseboro? No. Tom Haller. Mm. Uh, oh, we oh. talked about Tom Haller. Oh, he, he played for the Dodgers? Oh. Comes up. He yeah, played, yeah, I think he, he did. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know he made the All-Star. I didn't realize he played for the wow, Dodgers. Tom Haller yeah. comes into play twice on this show today. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Well, once, and, uh, and you know what else about Tom Haller? He was a great college football quarterback. Yeah. The University of so Illinois. Who are the other, other two? Well, one's an uh, uh, outfielder in the Hall of Fame. Uh, played for the Cardinals also. Mm. No. <laughs> God, what's Felipe Alou. No. What's the Joe initials? What's, Joe what's, what's the oh, initials? He gave, he gave it Joe, Joe Medwick. Medwick. Okay, oh. I went to God. The other guy is a pitcher, Van Lingo Mungo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember that name? Yeah, there's a song and, about uh, it. Yes. The other one's my favorite second base. Song Joe. Sure. Jeff Kent. Who? Jeff Kent. Oh, Jeff oh, Kent. Oh, yeah. Oh, as a Dodger famous. and a Giant. He made it as a Giant from 99, 2000, 2001, and then 2005 as a Dodger. I again. forgot he was on the Dodger. We're we, we, we going to get Milton to play that song, Van Lingo Mungo. Yep. See if he has it. Yeah. Right. You have that, Milton? I have it. All right, maybe Joe one day it. you'll play it. I have it on CD, but it'll yeah. take too long to yeah, set it up. It's a great song. Yeah, don't is. you have in your on your don't you have on your phone like a, a microphone? lot of beep beeps in that song? <laughs> All right. By the way, H Howie, isn't what's going on with the strike? The concession workers are on strike at Dodger Stadium. Well, I know. They are not on strike. A couple They've of days before the All Star They've game. Authorized the strike. Huh? They've authorized. They've authorized the strike. the strike. They're not on strike. They're hoping to settle. Once you authorize it. You get a quicker settlement, mm. uh, so you have to see what happens. Now. Let me get my pencil exactly. and paper and take notes. I might, might want to learn something. Yeah, that's the they authorized it. Right. Okay, fifteen hundred right. workers that deal with the food. That's when negotiations come serious. Yeah, they had the same thing in Atlantic City, and then they yeah. resolved it after the workers authorized the strike. They resolved the issues. Yeah, they get a little more pay that way. I think so. Okay, thank you, Howie. You're you're done, right? Yeah. Anything else? Uh, did you guys hear uh, Trump's first wife passed away? Ivana Trump? No. No, I didn't hear that. No. It just came up on my phone. Wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Thank you for embarrassed to live. Yeah. Let's go on to uh, to baseball. 
the crux of baseball. Of course, the, the Mets are in first place. Yankees are in first place. The Mets are up by two and a half. The I Yankees the, are up by 14. The I bet the Orioles. Yeah. Well, the yeah. Yankees record, by the way, is, is 62 and 26. What do you call that? Not reciprocal. Palindrome. Reciprocal? Palindrome. Palindrome. Is that palindrome? 62 and 26? Yeah. I just noticed that as I'm looking at it. Yeah. Did any of you guys watch or were at the at the at City Field on Saturday when they retired Keith Hernandez seven? I thought it was great. Yeah, TV. TV. Very very nice. So are you there, Gerald? Yes, I had. I was disappointed in one respect. What were you there? Was there? I was there. I thought that that it was a shame that they didn't have Dwight Gooden or or Daryl Strawberry. They had. Uh, the guest from uh, uh, that we had, the second baseman, I can't think it was Jeff uh, Tuffle, and I think Mookie was there, but I thought they they would have had other teammates. I guess they declined. uh, They did have them. They had them on tape. Strawberry and Gooden were on tape. They did video. I, I, I wish they were there in person. That's my point. No, they weren't there in person, but who knows where they were, you know? So how was it, Gerald? You're the only one who was there. How was it? Absolutely terrific. The problem was our seats were in left field, so we really couldn't see. You know, their backs were, were uh, turned oh. to us. So I did record uh, the ceremony, and uh, I saw quite a bit of uh, tapes and uh, Keith had some uh, tears. Watched uh, it, uh, yeah. And the interesting thing is, his number was retired by the Cardinals and the Mets. Right. I thought yeah. that was unbelievable. Two teams retired his numbers. He and couldn't get thirty-seven here because I think that was Casey's number, right? Right. 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 Yeah. 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 Now, I was thinking about this one. They put these numbers. You see where they? Place them up in the upper left field yeah. corner of City Field. I think that's a terrible place to put these numbers. <laughs> Comments? What do you think? You care? That's so easy to see. Nobody it. cares. Nobody puts baby in the corner. <laughs> there you go. In the giant, at the Giants ballpark, it's in left field, but it's it's spread. Uh, horizontally across, but uh, it's in just in that area. I uh, think I'm going to send Stevie Phillips, um, Stevie, um, Cohen. Cohen. Stevie Phillips, Stevie Cohen, Stevie, Stevie Cohen, a little letter saying maybe they could put him someplace else because I don't like where this is located. Fred, just want to ask what, what is it? What, what do people think about the, the idea of the Mets? I've heard, I've read this that of retiring Willie Mays is number 24 as a like tribute to his, you know. Giant yeah, years yeah. in New York. I mean, it always wasn't yeah. a great play when he played with the Mets, but supposedly Joan Payson had promised him that they would retire his numbers someday. What yeah. do people think about that? They, they forgot about him. Once, once Joan died, nice. they forgot about him. They ought to do that. Uh, uh, that's a good idea. I agree. It's a good Brad, idea. You know, in tribute, he's Mets. Gonna, he, was he 91, 92? You know, he played for yeah, the yeah. He played uh, 70, 70, 72. He was yeah, on. He was on the '73 the team series. that went to the World Series. I think. That's right. Fred, Fred, yeah. Fred, when, when, Fred, when he played for the Mets, he was the shell of himself. So no. I, I, I personally wouldn't want to see his number retired. No, I'm not talking about so much with He's the not Mets. Not being but, retired but as just being as a, a great Met. 
to to his New York giant years. Yeah. But yeah. As an icon of New York. Um, yeah. Has anyone wore number twenty four for the Mets? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think uh, Shamsky won. Shamsky wore. Well, that was after yeah. or maybe. It was before. That was before. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's face it. If the Giants and Dodgers had, hadn't moved, there would, there would be no New York Mets. Right. That's yeah. right. And they wouldn't have it in the upper left-hand corner of the field. <laughs> and Fred, I wouldn't hate, I wouldn't hate Moses, Fred. If, if the Dodgers didn't move, I wouldn't hate Moses. Ah. Right. Yeah. Right. There are plenty well, of reasons know, uh, to hate Moses anyway. Can't say the M words, Plenty of reasons. Number twenty-four. I thought the ceremony was. I thought the ceremony was was wonderful. It did bring a tear to my eye too as I was watching it, and I I I, I taped it, and then I watched it again. I brought my wife in and says because she remembers uh, uh, that year of the Mets, and. Uh, <laughs> And it was good seeing Tim Tuffle there. I said, I, I know, we know Tim yeah, Tuffle. Right. Does, right. I started thinking of two. Right, I was thinking of two. We spoke to that guy. <laughs> we spoke we to that guy. guy. So who do yeah. you think is going to be next? Mark, I just want to ask one thing. Gil, yeah. You know, Gil Hodges' number was retired by two teams also. Yeah. The Dodgers and the Mets. Right. That's true. Gil Hodges. That's right. 14. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. So, what, you, you I think wonder if they're going to retire yeah, uh, Carter, number eight? Has, oh, it, has, his, has his number been retired by uh, the Expos? No. The no. Expos. No. I wonder if another sport, if Earl Monroe is retired. I know he's retired by the Knicks. I wonder if the Wizards ever retired his number. No, but go, going back to like uh, Gary yeah, Carter, I don't, I don't think maybe the Expos did retire his number. I don't have to look that up. Look that up. That's right. But, uh, Mark, I just want to say one thing about Willie Mays. Man, one of my memories of Willie Mays in 1973. Balls hit to him in center field, he would fall flat on his stomach. Oh, that. Uh, a very, very memorable image of Willie Mays is him on his knees begging an umpire uh, about a call about a strike three. So Willie Mays' image in 1973 wasn't that great. So I think that might be the, uh, the main yeah, reason why number 24 wasn't uh, retired. Nah, I just the name Maybe. Willie Mays, you know, related to... As for what he did before as a giant in New York. Yeah. I will see who they want to honor next. You know, this guy, uh, Stevie Cohen, is into this stuff. And, and uh, by the way, didn't you see the, um, they had Wally Backman doing, he wasn't there live. He was on tape congratulating um, Hernandez. Keith. And did you see how he looked? Anyone see it? No. Right, no. right, no. right. I said it's a like spinning this. image of me. I, I took a picture of him on the TV. I said that's me. <laughs> take, take a recent picture of. Uh, take a look at it. Take a look it up. Uh, Wally Backman and Mark with a C. Okay. Uh, anyone know when 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 the um? Here's a question for you. When uh, Keith came to the Mets, who would the Mets give the cards? Neil Allen. Neil Allen. Rick Ownsby. Ownsby. And Neil Allen is correct. Correct. Ah, uh, let's say. Did anybody see the documentary about him? I, he, I'm Keith Fernandez, or he's Keith yeah, Fernandez on this. Yeah, I think I did. I thought that was very good. So did yeah. I. And I also was very good. It was very honest about it because they they did mention you know his testifying at the drug yeah, trial in the eighties, and you know that they, they didn't uh, hold back any punches. No. <clears throat> you, you know what was interesting there too. 
when he, he said that um, when they played Houston, that if they didn't win that game six against Houston, they were never going to beat Mike Scott in the seventh That's game. Right. Right. That's right. Yeah. Mike Scott, the cheetah. Motivated them, I think. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. What I also thought was interesting. They could not touch yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I also thought was interesting. For years, he always thought that Whitey Herzog was behind him when he leave the Cardinals. And in the, in the show, Herzog says, no, it, it wasn't me. It, was, it came from ownership. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. He was got- very upset when he had to come here. Yeah, yeah. we're a last place team. <laughs> I thought he was coming to a, a championship right. team. To work. By the way, Willie Mays, going back to Willie Mays, uh, after he left, retired, uh, his 24 was worn by other people on the Mets. Kelvin Torv, if you remember him, Ricky Henderson wore it as oh, a yeah. Met. Right. And Robinson yeah. Cano. That's right. Oh, as a Met. I- Mark, I think I read somewhere that Ricky Henderson asked. I think that Ricky Henderson asked Mays if he could wear it. And Mays asked him, yeah. I think I heard that somewhere. All right. All right. They're coming up to the All Star break. And uh, nice to hear that uh, Pete Pete Alonso's going to be in the home run derby again. We've got a couple of questions out there. Gary Carter's number eight was retired by the Expos in 2003. Right, right. So they beat him. When he went into the Hall of Fame, I think he wore the Expo. He did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Big mistake. Well, he put a lot of years with the Expos. Yeah, he did. I think he, he put more years in. Yeah. He got better results, I think, with the uh, with the Mets, but put more years yes. in. Uh, yeah, we got the more questions coming up, Larry. I think I think Bell should have been in the All Star game rather than Soto. He had a much better year so far. Who? Josh Ooh. Bell. Josh oh, Bell. Josh oh. Bell. Uh, Bell did not make it. He wasn't picked as an alternate. As a reserve. Oh. No, not, reserve. Not in at all. Not in at all. You know what's going to happen? There's still like, what, four more days before yeah. the process. Someone's going to get hurt and they're going to pick. They may pick them still. So. It happens are a gonna... lot. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. All right. But uh, the Mets had Alonzo, McNeil, whose wife had a baby, by the way. Yesterday. Yeah. Marte, who's hurt, with Diaz, having the year, the year of his life. Yep. <laughs> he's having a fabulous. It's year. early. <laughs> it's early, huh? No, he, no he's... but he is. He is having a great year. Yeah, but... uh, Gerald. Austin Riley of the Braves should be an All Star. Yeah, he's not. He hasn't been selected. No. There's a lot of guys who. A lot of guys are. Telling you, a lot of guys. If you check the list, there's a whole article out there of people who they did not pick. A lot of good guys. A lot of good guys, and they're limited. That's right. Remember, you got to take somebody from every team. Yeah, that's yeah. Other, yeah, yeah. That's true too, which, I, which I liked. I liked that idea. Yeah. I like that idea. The Yankees became well, the first team to win 60 for those keeping track. Okay, and you see who beat them last the weekend? That guy we talked about, Jeter Downs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cool. The Yankees have what they have one, two, three, six All Stars. And uh, it seems since the All Star guys were picked, Clay Holmes has been not not doing so good, Michael. (laughs) No. No, no, no. He's got to prove himself. He's pitching tonight. He's got to prove himself tonight. Uh, Trevino's done nothing since. I don't know if you remember, but Mariano had a few games where he gave up. Mm -hmm. It wasn't not many. It happens. No one's yeah. going to win every yeah. game. No one's going to give up. Yeah. There'll, there'll be glitches. Ma- Mariano went through that also. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, and then the the, the the deal that Joey getting rid of Joey, everyone's saying get rid of Joey Gallagher, get rid yeah. of Joey Gallagher, right? <laughs> Meanwhile, the team is doing super, but now they want to break but Hicks, not Hicks is out players. now, right? Huh? Hicks got hurt. They said only Hicks for a few hurt. days. Yeah, yeah. There's no broken bones or anything. So, so now I heard on the radio about this Ben Attendee. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Ten Royals. Uh, he, and he made the All-Star team. But he's way. unvaccinated. Right. He's unvaccinated. Yeah, so he's not going to Toronto. Like, I think 10 of their players are not going to Toronto ten, for a ten series. Royals. Yeah. Real Muto um, is not going to Toronto either. But yeah. they yeah. say his attitude might not fit the Yankees. They say but, he's all me attitude. Uh, not team. I'm having fun. Danny? Yeah, I mean, this whole thing with the Royals. You know, 10, 10 of them players are not going to Toronto because they're unvaccinated. Yeah, said that. But, oh, yeah. I mean, and Benintendi is one of them, which is a big disappointment because I always liked the guy. Now I don't like him anymore. <laughs> but that's, that's, besides, that's besides the point. But don't you think Maybe MLB, his rabbi told him not to get the shot. <laughs> He's don't, Jewish. Don't you, don't you think that Major League Baseball should address the issue? You're, th- you're, throwing, you're talking about you're not, let, you're not allowed in Canada. You're talking about a team that is basically throwing in the towel and saying, I don't care if I lose four games to Toronto. I mean, that Toronto has the opportunity to make the playoffs. They fired their manager. Not fair to anybody else. Yes. Yeah. They just Toronto. fired their manager. Blue yeah. Jays fired their manager. Who fired yeah. But Blue don't Jays. you think ten players cannot make uh, you know get vaccinated? Isn't that something wrong about how a team feels about its organization as opposed to teams yeah, that are vaccinated? Major league team. You know, the Yankees so far are the only team that's that's played in Toronto that, that that's been a full team intact. Every, every other team has had at least one or two. Oh, is that a fact? I did not hear that. Is that true? It's the last minute, Jeter and, and, and uh, yeah, Judge, Judge and somebody else. I forget yeah, who Judge was. wasn't saying anything about his status for a long time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then suddenly he was able to go. Nobody Imagine knows. that. Out of the 26 players, 10 of them are not entering Canada. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so they have to find 10 replacements. Right. Yeah. yeah. I That's want to see shame. those box scores. <laughs> and and they say the the blue the, the blue jays just fired Charlie Montoya. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And they yeah. need John Schneider as an interim manager. I don't know John Schneider. I remember Brian Schneider, but I don't remember John was John yeah. Schneider a player? I don't know. We'll look that one up. But we'll see what happens. But remember they they're getting the uh, the Royals coming in there with a minor league team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, they were they were. Weren't they in the play? Weren't they in the playoffs? The, the Blue Jays, yeah. though. They're, 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 they're the last team in right now. Yeah. They said they were un- the guy said they're still underachieving. Remember yeah. the beginning yeah. of the year, yeah. everyone said the Blue Jays will run yeah. away yeah. with the American League. Yeah. My, my son yeah. sent me an article from the Toronto paper on, on it, but they said there's a lot of unrest. The players didn't like Montoya, and there's a lot of internal strife on the team. I heard, I heard the same thing. I just read something about the White Sox that there's internal strife. Yeah. And it could be LaRusse's old managing ways. Yeah. And yeah. the team is underperforming. Right. They were yeah. predicted to be in first place. Yeah, White Sox everybody thought they were going to be the uh, right. champions of the, of the right. Right. Yeah. Well, They had a good year last year, so they thought they'd yeah. repeat. All right. right. So a couple of, uh, my friend, Michael wants to say. Go ahead, Michael. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Right. 
the, the I'm sorry, the, the internal strife a team might have could sometimes be beneficial to a team. Look at the Yankees in 77 and 78. That's Nobody true. liked you, each other. Nobody liked the manager. Uh, Billy Martin got fired, right? And and yet they won two. Well, that's true. Hey, you look at some of those Oakland, like, Oakland teams, too. Right? Oakland days, yeah. that's and right. No, you're, you're right. But, but, it, but, it, it's, it, but this is a different different time than the 70s. Yeah. That's true, too. You know, different, that's true, uh, too. The Bronx stopped burning, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. A couple of notes on baseball. What happened recently? Front list past Friday night. The Reds beat the Rays in ten innings because the Rays pitcher balked. Yeah. Can you guys read oh, that? Wow. Imagine That's winning so- a game in a balk. I actually, I actually saw that. Yeah. 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 I, I, I saw the replay too. I didn't. I didn't. No. See, what did you wrong? I don't know. I mean, I looked at it over and over and over again. I, I couldn't see. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you, know, you, know, oh. you know, three quarters at a time, it is a walk. I see. So what, what did the umpire see? Like a little a little twitch? He you moved know, his glove like, before. He moved his glove. That's what it was? Yeah. In the Met game. In the Met game yesterday, yep. the, yeah, pitch, the, the Atlanta pitcher balked. Oh, and very it was obviously. a walk. Even though he in the major leagues for 15 years he yep. he clearly committed a balk and um, he was very embarrassed yep. the Atlanta pitcher no they're oh, really relief one of relief pitches right uh, they yeah. got a run yes. on that the Mets yeah, yeah. Gave me right. insurance right. and uh uh the Phil's manager the interim manager Rob Thompson yeah was a former mm-hmm. uh Yankee uh base yeah. coach or uh, yep. line coach who's uh, Joe, Joe Girardi's right-hand man. Right, became the first Canadian yep. to manage right. in Canada. Yeah. Yes, right. right. In Toronto. I thought that was interesting to know that. Pauls hit number 684. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get to... Uh, no, he... Uh, 700. 700. I don't think he's going to get to... But that was uh, he did maybe. tie Sam Musio for third place in the all-time extra bases. With maybe they'll bring Danny McLean back. To Mark, mm-hmm. do you know who's immediately ahead of him? <laughs> who's next on the list? Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Number two. Guessing. I don't have that on me. Huh. Don't have me. And it was nice to hear that Chris Sale finally came back. I know he's on the Red Sox, and most of you people are Yankee fans, and you can't stand <laughs> the Red Sox. But did I feel bad for Chris Sale, who was a great say- pitcher. Did you and see he what Sale, in a couple of years. Did you see what Sale did to the clubhouse in, in, in Worcester? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Did you see that, that, over see that video? Over yeah, I saw that. And uh, Pujols and Cabrera made the all-star team, like, because of your great deeds in baseball history. You know, this year's uh, stats don't make them an all-star, but nope. the commissioner has the right. To pick, so it's nice that oh, Cabrera except, except Cabrera is hitting around 300. He should have been on the that's yeah, but he has yeah. no power. He's hitting about 295 now. He's having a pretty good year. He's having a good year. He should be on the team. Did you see no power stats, no home runs, really? Oh. But you guys remember, Willie Mays was in the all star game with his last year's also, and he wasn't an all star player, man. Yeah, did you see the fans would love it? I'm happy with the fans, and of course, the pool host going back to the Dodgers. Dodger Stadium should be interesting, right? Howie, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, I don't know if anyone saw. I, I saw on the replay yesterday. Yesterday, in yesterday's game, uh, Cabrera was at second base, and the pitcher wasn't even bothering 
to hold them on. So he steals third. The guy throws it. It goes into left field. And Cabrera is huffing and puffing. <laughs> makes it the home. It was his first and steal in how many years? A long time, right? God, he was just laughing and laughing. <laughs> he's, he's a short, chubby guy like, like me. Uh, but, uh, but he's not he's, like Cologne's home here. run. Yeah. Oh, here's the list. I saw the list of the people who, some of the people who should have made the All Star team. Maybe they made it since I wrote Zach Wheeler did not make it. Yeah. Anthony Rizzo is having that. a fabulous year. He should be there. The Mariners have this guy Ty France. Yeah. They say First baseman. The White Sox have this pitcher Dylan Cease. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Kevin Gausman having a yeah. great year. Michael Young. Michael King. They say should have mm. been. Josh Bell's on my list. Austin Riley. And you said Carlos Rondon made it. Yeah, a guy you look at on, that, then, uh, if these Cincinnati, guys should have made it, who shouldn't Brandon have made it? Drury. There's a guy, Brandon Drury, on Cincinnati. Yeah, but he's oh, been yeah, around. He's a journeyman. He's a great He was a Met. He was a Yankee. Oh, yeah. He was a Met. Right. He was the guy with the headaches. Yeah. 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 So who's going to win the home run derby? Alonzo. If you, it's if you watch, your, against, as, as long as all these guys get hurt. If you watch ESPN tonight at seven o'clock, they're having the home run derby bracket announcement. Oh, yeah, Acuna, Soto, Schwarber, Pujols is going to be in the. In the yeah, and Julio Rodriguez, <laughs> the kid, you know. Uh, J Rod, A Rod, <laughs> yeah, J Rod, the son, and Jose Ramirez. Who's the last one to win it three times? Three times. Oh, uh, Griffey. Griffey, right. Yeah, right. I think if Alonzo will be the first one to do it in consecutive years if he wins, right? Three years in a row. Yeah, I can see him doing it. He's good at that stuff. Mm. So they're bringing back the World Baseball Classic, if you didn't hear yeah. about this one, next yeah, spring. Next Playing games in Japan, Phoenix, Arizona, Miami. They say the Dominican Republic team, if they don't win this tournament with the players on their team, mm. <laughs> First base, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Yeah. Second base, Juan DeFranco. <laughs> Shortstop, Manny Machado. Third base, Jose Ramirez. Outfield, Fernando wow. Tatis Jr. Juan Out- Soto. Wait, he plays the outfield, Tatis? Yeah, put put the him out there. For- oh, all right. uh, Julio Rodriguez. Designated yeah. hitter, Rafael Devers, 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 yeah. pitches. Uh, Sandy Alcantara. 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 Frankie Montez, Framba Valdez, and Luis, Luis Castillo. Yeah. I don't know who's catching, but that is some hell of a team. Yeah. Yeah. It's an amazing amount of talent from a small yeah. island. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. amazing. Nice to hear the Ducks, our Long Island Ducks. Won the other day. Final score, 16-15, as they beat Lexington. But the good news is Lou Ford, if you follow the dog, Lou Ford, we talked about an old man in his 40s. is still He's the hitting coach. And Michael was telling us about him when he was here. Went four for five with a double and a home run. Four Ah. runs scored and two RBIs. Nice to hear that. There were two deaths in baseball. Anyone know before I make bring it up? Well, George Elder died. Who? He was the oldest living Major League Baseball player. Oh, at 101. Great name. George oh, Elder. Yeah. yeah, good, good. Pick a pickup. Who, so who he, takes he, his, he died. Who takes his place now? Now, Art 
Shallock, S-C-H-L-L-O-C-K is 98 plus. So that's a trivia question right there. And then Mike Brito. Does that name mean anything to you? Yeah, Dodger scout. Yeah, yeah. Long-time yeah, yeah. Dodger scout, yeah, but famous for sitting behind home play at Dodger right. Stadium with the Panama hat, cigar, uh, and the radar oh, gun when Fernando right. Valenzuela Valen 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 yeah. Remember that right, guy? Right. Yeah. He's 87 yeah. years old. They say no cause. He was a scout in Mexico for the Dodgers for 45 years. He discovered mm, wow. Valenzuela, uh, Yasiel Puig, and uh, current Dodger Julio Urias, Urias, born in Cuba, so he's Cuban. Uh, he also played for the Senators in the minor league system in 55 and 56. He reached as high as the AAA. He was in the Mexican League from 61 to 68. He was elected to the Cuban Hall of Fame in 2005 and named International Scout of the Year in 2014. Mike Brito. May he rest right. in peace. May he rest in peace. All right, you guys have any more baseball news or you go on to football? All right. So what's happening in football? They're going to rename Heinz Field. There's no more going to be Heinz Field in football. Right. Yeah. Pittsburgh. It's now going to be called. What is it? Acrisure. A-C-R-I-S-U-R-E. Doesn't roll off the tongue. Acrisure. Maybe I'm pronouncing the wrong stadium. It's a Michigan Michigan in Pittsburgh, insurance company, financial tech company. It's been Heinz Field with the ketchup since 2001. You know why it's not Heinz Field anymore? Because they they someone else bought the rights. Because could no, because Heinz sold didn't want to have it. Heinz has been sold to Kraft, and Kraft is is headquartered in Chicago. Heinz doesn't have much of a following or mm. uh, following in, in Pittsburgh anymore. Huh. They they didn't want it. They didn't renew it. What kind of ketchup do you buy? Whatever's on sale. <laughs> Trader Joe's. It's not Heinz. It's not ketchup. You know Trader Joe's. Right? No. no ketchup. Still Heinz, but it's not owned by Heinz. Still Heinz. Whatever. So uh, where, where did the uh, where did the uh, Steelers play before uh, Heinz Field? Oh. I don't know. Remember. Uh, Three Rivers. Three Rivers. This new place has a 15-year agreement. So you better get used to that name. Arisho. Aris. How do you pronounce A R I Shore. S U R E. Call it Steelers Stadium. Steelers Stadium. And the Raiders. Your Las Vegas Raiders. your Las Vegas Raiders hired an African American woman. Yep. To be their team president. The first for a woman in the yeah. NFL. No, Sandra Douglas saying. Morgan. She's a mix. She's a mix. A mix. The Raiders also had the first politically Hispanic incorrect. coach. Tom Flores. Bowl, named Flores. Tom Flores. Yeah. Tom Flores. And the first black head coach. In a Super Bowl era, name Archell. Archell. You've answered all the questions. Uh, it's questions? like Hamilton was saying last week. The Raiders are usually ahead of the curve when it comes to this kind of yeah. stuff. And, and, and Archell's nephew played place in the Jets. Absolutely. Was that right? I didn't know that one. Yeah, they had a long offensive lineman. I forget his first name. His last name was Shell, but he was Archell's nephew. You know, he's got to be a big guy, I'm we'll, sure. We'll, we'll, <laughs> Is his first name C? I don't The, the oh, Raiders are, are just a class organization. 
By the way, in case you're wondering, you talk about football and you know, the Canadian Football League is in week five for those who care. Oh. Who won the USFL? <laughs> Birmingham. Did it really? Birmingham. That's right. That's right. <laughs> there was a death in football. Maybe you guys remember him. Gary Mola, yeah. former University of Michigan coach who succeeded both Schembechler. Yeah. 81 years old, no cause announced. Uh, he also worked in the NFL as an interim Lions coach at one point. And they said that Marion Barber the third, we talked yeah, about him right. dying last month. Yeah. They say he died of heat stroke. Yeah, he's stroke. Yeah. 38 years old. Yeah. He died in his apartment. No one knew until they went looking oh, for him oh, and they opened the door and they saw he was dead. Yeah, there, Jeremy. So uh, Condoleezza Rice joined the new uh, Broncos ownership group. Right. Uh, she's going to have a position in that organization. Very good. Let's go on to basketball and hockey while I rub my cramp out of a lick cramp. <laughs> yeah, there, Fred. Talk us about basketball uh, and hockey if you can. Uh, I don't know. I, Wherever you have, Fred, it's okay. Let's just talk. I know, I know the Rangers signed this guy from Carolina, Vincent Trochik, who's a who's going to take Ryan Strom's place on the second line with Panarin. They lost a couple of players uh, from, who played very well for him at the, at the training cop to Detroit. Ryan Strom is going to Anaheim. I forget who else. And then they traded uh, the backup goalie, Georgie, up to Colorado. And they signed somebody who played for the Islanders, Halak. Um, so uh, and the Islanders got this defenseman who I really wasn't familiar with from Montreal. Supposedly very good. The guy's name is Romanoff, I think. A lot of, lot of movement in hockey. A lot of guys I never heard of, but it seemed. And then basketball now, Kyrie Irving says he, he wants to stay with the Nets regardless of it. They trade Durant and there's and, and, and that there's rumors about Jazz trading Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. And, and I heard yeah, today, all that day the, today that the guy on Phoenix, Aiton, is going to sign her offer sheet with, with Indiana. He did. Of, I heard the Suns are going to match did. it, though, Fred, I heard. Oh, is that right? Oh, yeah. That I didn't I hear. I heard, yeah. So you know, they, they, they can match it and they can trade him, but they can't trade him to Indiana for a year. <laughs> Fred, so, there was a rumor that Steph Curry may, may try to uh, get KD to rejoin the Warriors. Yeah, I've heard that, too. I don't know if... Howie, if there's, any, if there's any truth to that, Howie? No, I mean, they're talking about that, of course, here in the Bay Area, it's big news. But the the feeling is they won a championship without yeah. Durant. Then Durant comes, they win two championships, and then they win another without him. Okay. Why would they trade their core group of young players for yeah. Durant for maybe one or two yeah. years? You're right. Brown, yeah. like San Antonio has had. Yeah, I, I was thinking that too. I mean, I, I really like the guy in Golden State. Cool. I think he's going to be a great player. He's re yeah. really came into his own among other guys, a loony. And it, I think that's right. You know? Yeah. Fred? Kaminga. Yeah. Fred, would you go after uh, Mitchell if you were on the if you were the Knicks? Get know, I don't know. I, don't know. I, would, I would be. Re depends what the Jazz want. If it's if it's just draft picks, because they got five draft picks for Rudy Gobert. If they say we'll take six draft picks. Yeah, I'm not so sure I would include like a you know, like a, a Barrett in there. You know, you think he would I mean, work I mean, well? You think 25. he? Would, how do you think he fit in with Brunson? I mean, I don't know enough to. Uh... Yeah, they, they, well, 
they say that they're both fairly small. I think they'd be okay. But, you know, everybody talks about some of these guys who, you know, like Barrett, he's, you know, you know, is he going to be a great player, a good player? Some of these guys that, you know, who come out after college, after one year, mm-hmm. these guys are still only 21, 22 years old. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, Mitchell. I mean, a- Barrett, Barrett, Barrett has a lot of upside, especially if a yeah. team, the team gets better and they can't, uh, you know, they have to give him a little more room because there's other players that can shoot. Um, Mitchell's 25. Let me ask, Steve, yeah. what do you think about all this? I mean, you're, you're a big Basketball knowledgeable about, about basketball. I, I think that, and he's from New York, right, Donovan Mitchell? Yeah, matter of fact, his father works in the Mets front office. Yeah, I, I think that they're going to do it. I think the yeah. pressure's on them to, to improve themselves. But I think, yeah. like you said, it's going to be draft choices. Yeah. And, ho- and talk, hopefully, I think Julius they got to give Randall. us a star also. I mean, I, mean I, I think the Knicks have 11 draft choices over the next seven years. You right. know, you know what's weird? You think, you, you see all these trades and you see, uh, you know, oh, we're, we're, we're trading a draft pick in 2029. You think, well, that, that draft pick is, is now maybe 10 years old now. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some 10-year-old some kid out there shooting, shooting baskets is, is, is going to be involved in an NBA trade in seven years. And you know, it's the summer league. You see more and more summer league that talk about the summer league more than any other year before. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you who... Not just because he's playing well in the summer league, but I think he's a really good player for the Knicks. And I think Thibodeau loves him. It, it, it is is Grimes? I think they got to really play him a lot more. I think he's, I think I think he's the real deal. Yeah, and they said they're going to uh, have the tournament playing uh, game. Permanent. That's going to be permanent. Permanent. Yeah. 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 yeah, was, yeah. There was a uh, death in basketball. Uh, a Hall of Fame referee. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't remember him. You Evans. Yeah. You guys oh, yeah. remember him? Eighty one. Wasn't he the old? first black referee? I'm not sure if he was the first black? first black. He was he's a good referee. The first, he may have 1972 been. to 2001. Yeah, so what is that? 28, 29, 29 years, years as a ref. Did nineteen hundred games, hundred and seventy playoff games. So uh, but wow. he died of eighty one. Mark, I got a question about refs. Yeah. You know, with all of the stuff that's going on with the baseball umpires, is there a way that they can be like dumped? Is there any judging? Uh, is there a uh, <laughs> head of referee, head of umpires that can get rid of some of these guys? Don't, don't they get reviewed by the? They do. The yeah, they do. They do get reviewed. They're gonna yeah. go to the automatic robo, the robo ump. I mean, Angel Hernandez is a joke. Angel Hernandez. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Every day, there's always some. Another one complaining. Did you hear a mm. hockey story? I don't know this guy, but maybe you hockey players, hockey fans. Kirill Kaprizov okay. on the wild? No. Yes or no? You ever hear of him? No. No? Kirill, K R I L L, Kaprizov. He yeah. was the, he's a, he plays for the Minnesota Wild. He's Russian. He was denied entrance into the U.S. twice. First, he came in from Dubai. Then he tried coming in from the Caribbean islands. So he was denied entrance into the U.S. So he returned to Russia. Supposedly, many European players who participated in a, in a recent season, uh, with, they, re, they worked this year without a work visa. Another Russian who played for Philadelphia, Ivan Fedotov, 
how do you say it? Fedotov, the goalie, mm. was detained in Russia on charges of intending to forego his military service. <laughs> so the, the wild general manager, Bill Guerin, uh, says that Kaprizov is okay in Russia, but they're trying to find a solution to get him back into the, uh, the U.S. The commissioner is silent. He doesn't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> you know, what's going on with uh, Russia and the United States and the Brittany Griner thing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I thought that was an interesting story. All right. Uh, thank you for the um, basketball and the hockey news. Let's go on to, uh, to tennis. Did you guys watch the Wimbledon yep. uh, finals? What do you think? Anybody talk about it? Joe, you're shaking. Yeah, I did. I, you know, um, it looked like Kyrgios was un, you know, un, his serve was unreturnable, and yet, uh, and yet, Djokovic found a way to do it after the first set. He's uh, Djokovic is amazing. He's the best returner. He's not a flashy player, and and there's not one thing that he does that stands out. He doesn't have, you know, he doesn't have. Federer's beauty. He doesn't have Nadal's, um, I don't know, grid, I guess. But he's just, he's the best player. He figures out a way to win. He gets in these guys' heads and he returns shots that nobody else can. I mean, I guess it's hard to tell when you're watching it on television or something or, or just watching it. But I guess players, I guess players that shots that are unreturnable get returned and they know what to do. Milton, you're a tennis player. What do you think? He was he was very gracious afterwards. The yes. way he complimented the other, you know, player. Um, that guy could control himself, you know, a little bit more. Hmm. No doubt. You know, he's capable. There's he very little that difference. In a tournament, that uh, Nick guy, right? There's very little difference Kyrgios. between players at that level. Yeah. That I, 20, I thought Kyrgios was going to win. Especially yeah. after the first set, but yeah, I did. But after that, I mean, the joke, just like he did with uh, this guy, uh, this Italian guy who doesn't have an Italian name, Stinner, yeah, Yannick Stinner. Right. He's been a player. That I mean. sounds familiar, Howie, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My family's from from uh, Western. That's Howie's Belarus. last name. We always used to think it was Austrian. It's from Belarus. <laughs> but um, that was uh, Djokovic's twenty-first win. Yeah. Nadal still has 22. Federer is 20. coming back, has 20. 20. Uh, Pete Sampras only had 14. Only. Uh, Nadal's won all the others. I think he's got eight outside of the French Open, but he's won 14 French Opens. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. So, I, think, I don't think yeah. that, I don't know whether Sampras ever won the French Open. He, he was a servant volleyer in those days. I know that. You couldn't win. You couldn't win the French Open in those days. Yeah. Right, right. By serving, well, I didn't, didn't realize that they can't do it anyway. But Mark Sampras had his road run there. He only ended up with yeah. 14 championships in the Grand Slam, and we're Definitely. talking about 20, 22, 21, 20. With these other three guys, a superstar. A lot more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what they're saying right. on the conservative Mark? You know what they're saying saying on the conservative radio stations? Wow. Uh, he should, you know, he's, he's uh, not allowed in the United States because uh, he's not vaccinated. So in the conservative radio stations, they they said he should sneak in through the southern border, and then come in and then get into the uh, Mike, you driving? You driving? And, and yeah, you're I'm talking? Driving home like from a, the Boulder yeah. Reservoir. Yeah. Have your seatbelt on? 
got my seat, but my hand is over here. And put the weed on the floor. Yeah. All right, uh, but that's pretty good. And and if you could announce the women winners, what who was who was the women winners? Oh, her name was. Forgot her name. Rebakina. Rebakina. Yeah, she's good. Rebia, Tunisian. Jabaya, 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 the British okay. Open, which is beginning, I think it started today. Yeah, Tiger had a rough day. Tiger had two double bogeys in the first few holes, so uh, he was out of it from the beginning. All right, at least he's trying to play. Yeah, it's no, it's 150, 150th British Open, and they're back at St. Andrews. They haven't been there since 2015. So did you realize they play all over the... Uh, the, the British, British uh, the Open, yeah, the, the it's British the Open. Open. They go all over. It's just the Open. They all around the world. That's the Open, not the U.S. Open. So. Right, right, right. <laughs> and the Tour Malcolm de France had... is going. Who's what? Who's the bicycle people? Any bicycle people here? Kids, what the fuck? I, I, what, what stage are they up to? Who knows? Not anymore. <laughs> come on, come on. What stage in the, the Tour de France? It's a sport. I stopped, I stopped after Lance, in a very after Lance Armstrong, what happened with him, I, I, I just got disgusted with him. <laughs> I, I used to be in, a couple of times I was actually in Paris for the last day when you watch them oh, right around yeah. the Champs-Élysées. That was fun. But I stopped watching. I used to love the Tour de France, but I got disgusted with all of the, the all dopamine the drugs. in there. Yeah. That's a grueling. I suspect, I suspect that a whole lot of them took drugs. Just yeah, I bet most of them are more. It's probably almost impossible to do that without. Some I believe kind of stage help. 12 was today. And uh, they did have a rest day. Monday, they had a rest day. How many how many stages are there? I think there's 20 or 24? 21. It's, it's less. There used to be more. And I, yeah. I know they also go out the Alps. I think they go outside of France. So they might have, they've changed it. I think there are a few less stages than there used to be. I think they go across the uh, English Channel and uh, end up in. <laughs> <laughs> they ride the water, it. yeah. <laughs> and did you hear that uh, uh, in the WWE? We know it's not a sport; it's sports entertainment. That uh, Vince McMahon, everyone knows Vince McMahon. Supposedly, he paid a total of twelve million dollars to four women uh, to suppress sexual misconduct claims. <laughs> He's Price. in trouble. He's in trouble. But wrestling's continuing. Yeah, Any bowling news? Danny, you still there? No, uh, nothing. I'm still here. Oh, come still on. Here. Danny, yeah. did, how was your surgery? Well, yeah, uh, how you feeling? Today I'm feeling better. Good. Uh, it was a long day, one day, and a uh, lot of good drugs. Okay. About at 10.30, I left the hospital at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And yesterday and the day before were tough days. Uh, I was in a lot of pain. Today I'm in a little bit less pain, more comfortable. Good. Uh, you look like you're in pain right now. Uh, Let me ask you a question. You had a hernia, right? Right, right. right. Um, what, what? Left uh, side, right side, or uh, Right side, right, right side. side. And, a mesh. Uh, uh, quite, quite uh, painful when you move around. Uh, today, thankfully, is much better. Good. But uh, I got, I got this report. You know, they give you on the, on the, you know, the hospital send you a report what was done to you. Yeah. 
and, and the whole anesthesia, I think it is the amount of drugs they put into you. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. I tell you, I think my anesthesia didn't exist. They go minute by minute on what they did. I was reading it yesterday. I couldn't believe it. No wonder I'm exhausted. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you, you were in and out the same day? Uh, yeah, I went in at 9 o'clock in the morning, and uh, I left at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. They gave me morphine and all sorts of crap in there. Good for you. you know, I was in pain. Good for you. Good stuff. Yeah. speedy recovery. There you yeah. go. Thank you. Yes. I'm on your Mishabara until the middle of September. Right. Yeah. So okay. Speedy recovery is. Thank correct. you for asking. Yeah, hang in there. Yeah. All right, we're up to our uh, trivia section, people, boys and girls, and everybody out there, and Michael in his uh, car. That's a rented car, right? Oh yeah. What are you renting? A Ford Escape. Okay. They're right. Let's do some trivia to wrap up this baby, and we'll start with Milton. Okay. Mr. Music. Who pitched the first no-hitter on the West Coast, and in what stadium was it? Hmm. So it wasn't Sandy? Wow. Bobolinsky. 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 Right. That was maybe Van For the Angels, but where was the game played? They pitched it against Baltimore. But it was just must have been Dodger, yeah, Dodger Stadium. Stadium. Dodger yeah, the yeah. Angel Stadium wasn't right. done Dodger for another Stadium. few years. Who did he get engaged to? That sex kit, Mamie Van Doren. Mamie Van, Van, Van Doren. Right, right. right. Did we say she's dead or is she alive? Dead or alive? I think. I yeah, think I she's know. alive. Jerry, look it up. I think she's yeah, alive. I, I have my phone right here. I remember. I think he's dead. I don't think she's a sex. sex I want to see what she looks like to, if she's alive. Let's see what no, she looks like. She's ninety-one. See that, Mark. She's ninety-one alive, huh? Wow. Think about all of it. But you know what? You never know because if you saw Sophia Loren, the last movie she did a few years ago, like two years ago, she did a movie. So I think Sophia Loren still looks beautiful. She's stunning. She's in her mid late eighties and she looks absolutely stunning. Yeah, I don't know about Bridget Bardot or Gina Lowe, the Bridget oh, all the Bridget Bardot. No. How about Jane Mansfield? You don't want to see Bridget Bardot. But Sophie Loren, Sophie Loren was beautiful and she could act. She was a great actress and yes. she and yes. she still could. This movie too that she just did it was one with her son. I think her son yeah. made it. It was she terrific and she looked, she looked stunning. You know, Maritza Haggerty is Jay Mansfield's daughter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's right. All right. Let's, that's uh, right. let's move on to uh, manly stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Fred, then Gerald. Yeah. Hey, what player <laughs> who played for the Yankees in the, in the in this century, his first name is the last name of a past president, and his last name is a state capital? Oh, I was going to say Grant oh, Jackson, okay. but no. Grant Jackson. Yeah, no. Grant Jackson. ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジャクソン。ジ
Tyler Royston is right. Oh, oh yeah, Tyler. Got me about Grant Jackson. I didn't think of him. Mm. All right. Tyler Let's go on to uh, Gerald. Who was the only player to be on a team that won the World Series and on a team that won the NBA championship? Gene Conley. Gene Conley. Gene Conley, Milwaukee Braves, 1957, and three Celtics championships, 1959, 1963. Alive or dead? Dead, I think. He's dead? I think he's alive. Yeah. Let me check. He gives a low profile. I thought he died recently. Recently, no. We would have talked about it recently. All right. We We take all the deaths here on the mark, don't we? Uh, whose hand He's is that? Dead. He, died. Got, he, um, he died. He died. Okay, thank he you. died in 2017. Wow, you better call time. Michael before That's he before on the mark. Michael, you have a question? You keeping two yeah, hands on that steering wheel, Michael? Yeah. 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 On the road. What third baseman for the Toronto Blue Jays was also a general manager? Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. Danny Ainge. I was going to say Bobby Cox. Bobby Cox was a manager, right? I'm third baseman. Right. Yes. I managed them too. All right. Uh, same two. Let me. Oh. Who was the only major league player <laughs> to hit three home runs in a game on three different teams in three different decades? Whoa. Oh, God. God. Three wow. home runs in a game, three different teams, three different decades. Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson is correct <laughs> on a nice guess. Oakland, of course, Yankees, and the Angels. Well, the Didn't know it was three decades. Yeah. Maybe the wow. end of one and the beginning of the other. Yeah. 70s, 80s, 90s. All right. Who else has a question? Okay, Fred, same two guys. Come on. You guys Fred. don't do homework. You want me to give you one? Go ahead, Fred. Who is the person who was pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates, not for a long time, but he did pitch for Pittsburgh Pirates, and later became the athletic director at Duke University and hired Mike Krzyzewski? Oh, what was the first part of the question? He what? He pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates. After after his baseball career, he became went into athletic administration. Was the athletic director at Duke University who hired Coach K. Was it Vic Bubis? No. Vic Good Bubis was, was the coach before. It wasn't like 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 Vernon Law or something like that. No, it wasn't. A, it wasn't a well-known pitcher, but he did pitch for the Pirates. Oh, so we wouldn't know if you mentioned his name. We would not know. Yeah, you you might if the answer to the question, of course, but. Can we give you his initials? Initials. TB. TB. TB? Yep. Tommy? Tom is right. <laughs> Tom? Brown. Um, Brown. Burn. Call me Brown. Burleson. You got the, the BU right. Burr. 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 <laughs> Tom Burns. Uh, who is it? Tom Butters. Oh, never. Never. Never heard of him. Look him up. Never. Look him up. Pitch for the Pirates. But that's a good that's a good beat beat name. Butters. Butters. Yeah. I was, I was gonna say name. his last name is like something you have in your refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there, Stewie, you got a question. Yeah, who holds the all-time record for a major league pitcher in box career? Wow. Box or box? box. 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 B, 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 Oh, that's a tough one. That's a that's tough, a tough one. one. Is there someone we know? Yes. Is he alive? I believe so. Is he still pitching? Pitching. Oh. <laughs> like Was he in the American League? 70s. 
in the National it League. Sounds like what's my line? Seven to go. <laughs> SC is initials. SC. Steve Carlton. Steve Carlton. Really? Wow. Red got it. Ninety. Ninety walks. Ninety walks. Anybody know when when were balks actually instituted? What was that, Danny? When was the balk rule actually instituted? Good question. That's a good uh-huh. question. Yeah. He's always there. Jerry, look it up, Jerry. Another one. Jerry, what's your thing? Jerry, that would going to be a good question to ask. In the 1960s, the Yankees had two Horaces. One we all know, but the other one. Another one that didn't go by Horace. He went by his, <laughs> his middle or nickname. <laughs> Horace Clark and in the 60s. Not Hector Lopez. No, initials DW. DW? BW? DW? Relief pitcher. BW? D, like in duty. Duly Womack. Julie Womack's first name was Horace. Really? Well, if your name was Horace, wouldn't you want it to be something else? (laughs) Horace Snowden, right? Horace Harding. Horace Harding. All right, Gerald, yeah, your turn. Okay, first of all, the Bork Rule was introduced in 1898. Wow. On April 27, 1963, in the fourth inning of a game... First time ever, two pitchers who were also NBA players pitched in the same game. Dave DeBusher's probably won, right? <laughs> and, Ron, uh, and, Ron Reed, won. and Ron Reed. Ron Reed? Ron Reed. No. No. No, hmm. no one knows? Any Thank hints? I give up. Give if hints? I give you the initials, you'll know. Uh, all right. G. C. Gene Conley. Yes, yes, Back yes. Gene Conley, he's the name to the day. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But here's a fun one. We've got a few more minutes of this. At every position, there is someone who has won back-to-back MVP titles, awards. Name the position and the players, if you could do it. Uh, Who won back to back at every Joe, position? Let's take, let's, Joe, take, let's take first base. Hmm? First who, was, who played first base? Lou Gehrig. And won back to back MVP. Lou Gehrig? Wasn't Lou Gehrig. No. Not Lou Gehrig? No. Jimmy Fox? Jimmy, Jimmy Fox has won in 32 okay. and 33. Then more recently. Oh, Pujols. Pujols in 08 and Pujols. 09. And then in the 90s, 90s. the Big Hurt. Oh, right. oh, second base. Mark, how about how about catcher Yogi Berra? Well, wait, wait, let me get there. Yeah. How about second base? Oh, uh, Joe Morgan. Seventy-five and seventy-six. Very good. Shortstop in the fifties. Ernie Banks. Ernie Banks. Right. Fifty-seven, fifty-eight. Easy. Third base. We mentioned his name. There's two of them. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Someone we Mike mentioned Schmidt. earlier. Yeah. Eddie Matthews. Eddie Matthews. Oh, right? the other guy. The other guy. The short chubby yeah. guy. Mike Schmidt. You guys don't mention. Oh. You guys don't Miguel remember Cab- things we said. Miguel Cabrera. Miguel Cabrera. Right. Cabrera was uh, no Schmidty was 80 and 81. How about left field? Howie. Musial. Howie. Yes, Howie. Uh, Howie. 
Yeah. Giants. Left field. Giants. Bonds. 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 He won seven. 92 and 93. 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004. Yeah. How about center field? Mickey, Mickey and there's one somebody else, believe it or not. Braves. Snyder. Braves. Dale Murphy. Dale Murphy. Very good. You pulled right. it out. Very good. Right. How about right field? Hey, Karen. Hey, Karen. No. Roger Maris. Roger Maris. 60 and 61. <laughs> How about catcher, right. Michael? Yeah. Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra. 54 and 55. And yes, there was a pitcher who was MVP in 44 and 45. How new has it? Really good. How new has it? You got it. You're really good. Yes. Very I'll good. You pulled it out. Oh. Who else has a question? A few more. Gerald, Gerald. All right, Milton. Um, right. In 1954, when the Yankees got Bob Turley and Don Lawson, who were two or three of the main players they traded to get them? Uh, Willie Burns. Miranda. Willie Miranda. Willie Miranda was one. Norm yes. Seaburn. Jerry Lumpy. No. Triandos, just Triandos, Triandos, also Hank Gene Bauer, Gene Woodling. Gene oh, Woodling. Woodling. They made a lot of trades back. They called those uh, Kansas City A's the Yankees Triple A team, right? Yep. They were basically the farm system. Gene Woodling was an original Met, I think. Yep, he was. Woodling. Yeah. He played that first year. Yeah, maybe the second year. All right, Gerald and then Michael. Two more minutes. Who was the only athlete ever to win professional championships in different sports and accomplish the feat in back-to-back -back rookie seasons? That's so rookie in one sport and rookie in another sport and one. Correct. Bo Jackson. That's no. Kenny Morrow. No. One of those great things. Deion Sanders. No. Wow. <clears throat> All right, what's the sports? The sports are basketball and football. Yes, it is. Basketball, basketball. and football. Wow. What, what year are we talking about? 1946. <laughs> Frank, no. Basketball Before and football? my time, I don't know. You wanna, what other right. case can you give? You want to give what's us the initials? initials? Want to give us teams? Uh, if you give us the name, you probably wouldn't know the name Initial, either. I'll give you. Uh, <laughs> no, you'd know this. Rochester Royals and Cleveland Browns. Oh, boy. Uh, Cleveland Browns Royals. 46. No. 46, 47. No, Brown. Uh, hmm. 46. Dante Lavelli. <laughs> not Dante Lavelli. <laughs> no. Luke Ray. Oh, uh, Bobby What's Watson. his name? Bobby Wanzer, I said. No. Is it quarterback? Jim Thorpe. What's the initials? <laughs> initials, uh, OG. Oh. oh Otto, Otto Graham? Graham. Otto Graham? Otto Graham played too soon. He played Otto basketball? Everett Graham Jr. I don't know. Yeah, Otto he Graham. played for the Rochester Royals in 46. Never and knew also that. for the Cleveland Browns in 46. Never knew he played And he was rookie of the year? No, he 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 played back to back rookie seasons. Oh, oh. Mm. wow! Who's, who's the other guy? Was it only one game? One name? We have two names. One, one, name. one, one name. One name. Otto Graham is the answer. Sports. 
Yeah, never yeah. thought he was on two teams. I thought of him, yeah. but I didn't think it was. I didn't think he played two no. sports. No. 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 I wonder if these, these, old, these old guys, if they if they tried out today, they couldn't they couldn't make these teams today, right? Other Graham couldn't make the, uh, the pros today. today. He probably couldn't yeah. even make the Browns today. <laughs> and they have no quarterback, right? Right. They need a right, couple more questions, and we got a call of the day. Anybody else has a question? I don't think of any more. All right. So we'll have to call it a day. Okay. Guys, well, uh, thank right, you very much. Uh, hope you, you had all. a fun time the last hour or so. Fun talking sports with you guys again. Yep. And have a super week. Uh, Stay cool. As the temperatures around your areas gets hotter and hotter. Yeah. And uh, think of some questions for next week. Always just jot a question down. That's all you got to do. You see it, jot it down, put it in your your wallet. Pull it out. I had two, but I got kicked off for a minute. All right. Next week, write it down for next week. We're saying goodbye. Goodbye, guys. Bye, everybody. Stay safe, everyone. Take care, Mark. Bye-bye. Have a good one. Take care. Bye-bye.